Ramble. Hi, guys. How is everybody today? I am Ariel. You know me. And I am joined by the other two people that you know very well. We have Becky. Hi. And Maggie. Hello. And we are your hosts for You Can Sit With Us, the podcast that you may or may not have chosen to listen to today. Uh, And it may have just, I don't know, come up on your thing because you're subscribed, which you should be subscribed to our podcast because then when you get in your car and you plug it into the car play, it'll just play. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that about the podcast that I'm subscribed to. Anywho, we got a good show for you guys today. Um, we're going to do a what is it and why because I have been looking on the TikTok <gasps> and I got some questions. Okay. Yeah. Fire them all off. What yeah. you got, ma? Well, you guys, I I opened up TikTok the other day, which is kind of a big deal for me. Uh, if you guys have been listening, you know that I, I, I watch Instagram reels instead of <laughs> TikTok mm-hmm. um, for reasons that I really don't understand. I think my, my finger just goes to Instagram. I haven't like gone through the trouble of putting TikTok on my homepage. So mm-hmm. I have to search for it in my phone, mm-hmm. um, which is just, just enough uh, effort that mm-hmm. I, haven't done it yet. Um, so I just watch Instagram reels. I get sucked in. You um, like it all concise in one place. Yeah, I do. But I was convinced by you guys the other day that I needed to like work on my, on the, uh, the algorithm. algorithm, the algorithm in TikTok would start feeding me things that I actually wanted to watch. And I was really jealous that Becky and Matt were getting laundry talk. And I was like, I want that. <laughs> You know, I was, I, I, I actually, I went out to dinner with Matt the other day and we were talking about like TikTok and he was telling me about all these great things that he gets. And I only get mom talk on Instagram reels. And so I'm like, I'm a little bored of this. Mm-hmm. It's all the same stuff. Oh, because I had the, I had the funniest song in my head. Do you guys hear the TikTok song? It's like, bitch, you're doing a good job. Bitch, you're doing a yes, good job. Bitch, you're doing a you good job. Oh my God. That was going through my head all for for like five days or something like that i was like I, I was like taking a shower and shaving my legs and i was like bitch you're doing a good job bitch you're doing a good job was, i was like thinking that to myself everything that i did it made me so happy what what sorts of things were you watching that had that on there i think i was scrolling on my explore page on instagram is when i heard it oh, yeah. actually Maybe it's not a talk thing. Maybe it's an Instagram reels thing. Maybe. It was someone who was like listing off all the productive things they did that day. Yeah. yeah. Like journaled, had a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you doing a good job. <laughs> Bitch, you doing a good job. <laughs> oh, it just makes me so happy. I just love that. I, I, what, what do they call them? They call them like like TikTok music clips or something yeah. like that. What's in your head right now, Becky? On TikTok? Yeah. What sound clip? One's been in my head all weekend. I don't have one. What you got? I got a video to wee. Oh, that wee. one's cute. What's that? It's usually just, oh, they pair it with like dogs. Yeah. Animals, like an animal jumping. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell us. Oh, yeah. So I opened up the app, um, which I, I think I will go to the trouble of putting it on my homepage so that I can get my algorithm going so that I can get the good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the real, I want the good, good. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I think I am ready for the talk. Okay. Ladies, uh, this is a big day. Yeah. This is a big day. Um, but anyway, I opened it up last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was served one of Ned's TikToks, <laughs> which fair enough. Uh-huh. Good uh-huh. job. Checks out. Checks out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I got something about animals. Mm-hmm. And then I got somebody. It was like a nail TikTok. It was a woman who clearly does like acrylic nails, Mm -hmm. you know, the ones that you, not the stick on ones, but Mm -hmm. the ones that like you do with, with like the gel, Mm -hmm. right? The, the, the acrylic gel. And somebody had told her to make acrylic nails with popcorn. What? And she did. (gasps) And they were amazing. Basically she had like a short nail Mm -hmm. and then she 
took like the glue and she stuck a piece of popcorn on it. And then she stuck another piece of popcorn on top of that. And then she, you know, covered it in the acrylic glue Uh and then she ground it down. And then she had a single talon nail that was popcorn floating in like the clear gel. And it was amazing. Wow. It was amazing. I had no idea that you could do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. How? Also, why? I've seen some crazy stuff. I've I've been served nail TikTok stuff as well. I think I've seen like mini fingers. What? Yeah. I think I've seen like. Wait, explain. uh, It's coming to me vaguely, but someone I follow reposted it and it was like little fingers. I don't know how to explain it. I'm going to have to find it in my back in my history, but like they like, do some wild stuff on nail TikTok. Wait, like somebody bought a tiny finger and and put it's it It's like a pro, like they made it out of some sort of like pros, no, I don't know, prosthetic glue, but you've seen like the crazy stuff that people do. I feel like nail art This is the only crazy thing I've nail ever art seen. Has this exponentially exploded just from Wait, for some reason I can, I can only imagine tiny um dicks. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sure dick charms are definitely I a do thing. not know why. Well, because I feel like I've never, I can't imagine somebody drawing a tiny finger on their finger. Like, why would you put a tiny finger on your finger? Meta. No be yeah. meta. And it would also look a lot like a tiny dick. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Dick <laughs> or finger. Dick the or new finger. Little tongues are dating. <laughs> Tongue in <and> cheek. <laughs> Literally. So weird. Oh, uh, so I was listening to the tripod. Um, this morning and they had started talking about Jeff Bezos and his, his like space exploration mm-hmm. and how they did not mention one time how that spacecraft looked like a penis and balls. <laughs> I feel like that's all I saw. Yeah. It was very phallic. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Mm-hmm. I like, I feel like if you are creating your own spacecraft, at least try not to make it look like a penis. What would you make it look like if you had all the money in the world, Ariel, and you wanted to fly to space? What would your... That's a great question. Well, mm, I feel like I have to say, first of all, I would not spend all my money mm-hmm. on flying to space. Uh, For like five minutes. Right. And you didn't even exactly. really go to space, Jeff Bezos. I'm calling it out. You like touched the outer rim. <laughs> Don't grow in up, In your Jeff. penis rocket. Grow up, Jeff. <laughs> um, but... If, if I were like forced to go to space for some reason and spend all my money to do that, let's see. The first thing that comes to mind is like a frog, like making a frog mm-hmm. jumping into space. I don't know if that's the most aerodynamic, but I like, It'd be I fun. like where you're It'd going. Be It'd be fun. It'd look like a jump. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Or like a unicorn. And then, yeah. and then you could maybe have like when the, when the, uh, the jet blasters blast, maybe you could have them blast like, uh, rainbow colors. Oh. So then you've got I a unicorn that. flying into space on a rainbow. Ooh. Yeah. What would your spacecraft be? I feel like I'd want it to look like a giant squishmallow. What's a squishmallow? It's those like stuffed animals that don't have necks. <laughs> <laughs> they just Cute. look like marshmallows. Yeah. <sighs> Some can, sort of chubby, adorable that. thing going up into space. Is it like, like Ned's that. chicken thing? Yes. The chicken pillow? Uh, yes. Was a squishmallow? Talking mm-hmm. about chicken noodle. Mm-hmm. Chicken noodle. Uh-huh. Chicken noodle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we love that thing. <laughs> you still have it? Uh, we do not have the original. The Who OG has it? chicken noodle. Uh, no, that thing fell apart because oh. Ned made it and um, and then gave it to Wes. And, you know, I, I feel like one thing led to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a fan actually made a much more... Uh, substantial chicken noodle that, that was slightly smaller and sent it to us. Actually, they made, um, I don't know if you've seen this, Becky, oh, the- but the same person that, that, that made a, uh, a Keith doll and a Becky doll. <laughs> and I have a little Alfred and a crop top. I was like, <laughs> wow. This person knows me. And, and Keith was holding a, an empty, um, hot sauce bottle. Chicken sauce jar. Empty. <laughs> I do. So it was, it was such a weird thing. It was and so cute. What, uh, Ned was cleaning out his his desk at the other at the other office, and um and he found this this box that a fan had sent, and I, and Wes was like, "Let's open it!" And I was like, 
okay. I mean, <laughs> there's only a very slight chance that there's going to be something bad in here. So, uh, so we opened it and yeah, there were four stuffed animals inside handmade stuffed animals. Yeah. One of them was chicken noodle. <laughs> one of them was Becky. Yeah. One of them was Keith. And one of them was gay the, horse, the gay horse. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was gay it horse. Was very strange. You know what they also made? Um, it was, it's very cute. He didn't play with it yet, but so they made a little baby Alfred for me and then they made catnip in uh fried chicken in a bucket <gasps> that's oh i didn't know that yeah. that's really funny that's really cute yeah we took it home i was like alfred you got fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute yeah but so now wes has that chicken noodle that is mm. much uh better made i feel yeah. like it's a superior yeah it's a, it's a superior chicken noodle and it's, and it's slightly smaller the other chicken noodle was enormous yeah I, like maybe you guys didn't really get the gist of it on on camera but it was like the size of a man's torso oh my god <laughs> and this one is like you know child size um yeah much better uh-huh and so then what, what would your spacecraft look like i don't know a lipstick yeah i guess just what a, a normal rocket would look like I've never been interested in space. That's fair. You know, I've never thought about it. Scary. Yeah. Kind of like the ocean. It's a little spooky. It's a little spooky. You know, there's something out there. I agree. They're trying to say hi. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'll let you do Do you. you. I'll do me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to stay down here. I'm going to stay down here. You do your thing up there. Sleeping in space sounds Mm. like it just terrible. My face needs to be. On, on constant contact. I know there's a way they like strap them in, but it's not like I know. the real thing. Come <laughs> on. I would never sleep up there. I'd just be like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> you like know how it's like falling asleep in cars and your neck's like crack. Yeah. Or on totally, planes yeah, and totally. you can't like fully lay down. Yeah. It's I've the always, worst. I've always yeah. like in movies, uh, sometimes they they make it so that the, the, the spacecraft has gravity mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't. And I always find it so interesting. Like I did figure it out recently uh, with that show with, um, uh, there was a space show recently. Is it the Hillary Swank show? Yes, Hillary Swank. Yeah. It was the Hillary Swank show. And they, they, they like took a little bit of time to explain how the spacecraft had, um, gravity and mm. it's because of cent- centrifugal force mm-hmm. um because the spacecraft was spinning mm. and so it was able to create like a sense of gravity because yeah. that's i believe oh, no no it's gravity like does fair, not work that way that fair ride do you ever go on that gravitron you, yeah mm-hmm. and then you spin huh? around and then the floor drops out and you're just and you, you try to like move your head but your head is like so squished to the sides of the wall it's nauseating <gasps> that sounds dangerous it's nauseating. i've only ever heard of it the floor you never went on it. are you strapped oh. in no it's just going so fast that you like stick to the walls what? i hated it i hate spinny rides but i was somehow convinced by it, probably would you spin up against other people no it's spinning so fast that everyone just sticks to the walls huh mm-hmm Oh, it's not a comfy wall either. Comfy. It's just <laughs> it's like hard. a wood wall, plywood, and like it, at a like at a state fair. Or something. And you know, it's like you're gonna start sticking because all the planks go up, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like you could like break a bone or something. Probably. No. Mm-hmm. It's really hard rides. to move your head when you're spinning that fast. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to like a? I'm looking at you, Becky. I know Have you, you ever are. ever been to like a state fair? No. No? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> My family was like, we are not going to carnivals. You're going to get kidnapped. I think oh, you sent God. me a TikTok of someone <gasps> like there was on this- a, a kitty coaster, like being, is that the one? You sent it to me, right? Well, what? there's it? one, it was on the news like a couple weeks ago. There was a, um, basically like one of those ship rides that goes like uh-huh. left, right, left, right. And up. then over. And so it was doing that, but it wasn't like strapped in properly because these are like things that you put down and take, you know, right. take down and yeah, put yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and so every time it spun, it was Lifting. rocking back and forth. And the they had to like finish out the ride. All these people from the fair like ran over to hold it down. holding on to the <gasps> side of it. So what? that every time, and it was like probably like 25, 30 people were holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Wait, why couldn't they just stop the, the ride? I don't know. It's probably just like once you start it, there's no turning back. You just, oh my it has God. to complete the cycle. Yeah, oh. it was so scary. I was like, mm-mm. Just and pull the plug on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Final Destination 3. Is that what, what the car was? Oh my gosh, was? the one where the ladder hits the eyeball? 
Oh no, that's the roller coaster one. Wait, that's the roller coaster one. Is this is this like one of those um what what do we call them? Dad movies? Um I don't think Final Destinations aren't dad movies. Uh-uh. No, no, no. What that's would you consider Final Destinations? Critically because acclaimed. I've, I've always I've always wanted to watch the Final Destinations yeah. because I I was I was fascinated by the premise of I don't like, think you'll like it. It's of like really your gory. number is up. It's like bodies. Uh, I'm okay. See, see, she likes. I'm gory, okay with gory. Though. Ned hates gory, yeah, okay. and so I don't watch it because I don't want to watch gory movies by myself, mm-hmm. like yeah. literally in a room by myself, because Ned will refuse to watch it. Yeah. And so that's probably why I haven't seen them. But I, I, I really am truly fascinated by that, like that premise, and the yeah. fact that they've made three of them means <gasps> that at least one of them must be really good. Oh, girl, yeah. they made like five. Yeah. Oh, what? There's so many Final Destination movies. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been over to the uh, Lee Yang's house. Eugene's favorite thing is putting it on YouTube and just watching <gasps> everyone and starts like maniacally laughing really? as soon as something bad happens. Yes, he will watch your reaction. <laughs> oh my like, god uh, i clearly don't go over there enough yeah. and like yeah i don't know maybe i hang out with my kids too much because you can't your put mom. that stuff on when, when you, you can't, can't like put that, that on no, no. yeah but i think not. you'd like it a lot the first one i would say is a traditional like it was trying to be a scary movie like a horror movie and then as they went away they became more like camp and a little more meta too mm-hmm. so which one do you recommend well, I love the OG. I think the OG is great. There uh-huh. are a lot of really good actors in it. Uh-huh. And then I do. I, I also remember that about it. Yeah. Is that like the, most of the actors were very cute. Yeah, and I think I was it's like, Devin, Devin Zawa. This is going to be <laughs> an awesome movie. Yeah. <laughs> that one's really good. Um, I feel like the second one was still pretty good. That's the one where they're like, they all start with a big catastrophe that someone sees happen. Right. And then that person says, I oh, we can't do this. We can't, you know, one of them was like, they were driving and then these lumber, big things of lumber flew in through the car. Oh, what? And then, so they go, no, no, we can't go. Don't let the plane take off. And they leave, but you can't cheat death. Right. Death's going to come after you one after the other after the other. And yeah, and it, death sometimes skips people and goes back and it's very, what? Very cray cray. And so do they sort of, uh, do they try to make a character of death or is it more like just sort of this, like this act hanging over your head? It's always something like hanging over your head where mm-hmm. you're like, I know death is coming. And sometimes there's like a song where, you know, death is coming. Like it'll play on the radio or like you'll hear what? something like staticky. And that's how you know that <gasps> death is on his way. Oh my God. I'm getting chills. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But by like the fourth or fifth final destination, like they used to explain really in depth, like, oh, this is, there was this flight that was going to, I think it was Paris. There was a flight that was going to Paris with all these kids on it. But one kid saved everyone or saved like 15 people. And then they slowly died. By the fifth movie, they're like, I Googled this and this is what's happening. It's like a one sentence (laughs) understanding of how death is coming for you. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I think you'd really like it. I think I'd really like it too. really fun. I think I'd really like it. Yeah. I think this is our time um, to talk about Dante's Peak, <laughs> uh, which is my new favorite movie, guys. Um, so for some context, <laughs> we were in a hot tub a couple weekends ago talking about... As you do. As you do. Talking about the temperature at which we prefer our water. And I made an offhand comment that I liked my water as hot as it was for the grandma in the lake in Dante's Peak. And... Pretty I much everyone <laughs> knew about Dante's Peak. No, everyone turned and was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Not not of like one of those popular movies for everybody, but for Becky. For me, uh, life changing. Life changing. <laughs> it was one of what's her name's only other movies other than Terminator we found Maggie, out. I'm You're looking at me here. like you don't know what this is. I'm See, Maggie here doesn't know my- either. I had no I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so okay. Dante's Peak is a hit film from the like It has Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, so that sold me. Li- yeah. The second ma- the, the, the second Becky said that it has Pierce yeah. Brosnan in it, I said, we're watching it. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, I think Linda Hamilton is the name of the girl. She plays Sarah Connor in the oh, Terminator like, series. She's super 80s. Um, the premise is Pierce Brosnan works for the, as we kept joking because he says it so often, the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, he's, he's a geologist, <laughs> a volcanist, a, vol- a volcanologist. Cool. <laughs> and so he goes to this town where Dante's Peak is. 
It seems like it's in like Northern California. Yeah. It, it's it, it's like volcanic. It's just in like the a West small town. Yeah. Okay. They have this active Could volcano. Could be anywhere. But like the cute small town. Okay. Yeah. And then weird stuff starts happening. The water gets acidic. There's some rumbles here and there. Fish are dying. Fish Birds are, dying. are leaving. People are like burning alive at one point. Uh-huh. And nobody really batted an eye at that one. Yeah. They had like a hot spring and, <laughs> yeah. and like... And like it's the sulfurous uh, lava came into the hot spring, and and the oh. people just just like immediately burned, burned alive. Yeah, yeah. So oh. They just got crispy. Yeah, yeah. I would categorize it as a dad movie. So a movie that well, actually, I would I yeah. dive into that a little bit. <laughs> dive into this dad movie genre because yeah. you know I I would I would call that like a a, a B movie. <gasps> okay, like a not so good movie, but uh-huh. a good movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, there, I I truly enjoy B movies. I find them yeah. to be a little campy and like a little fun. Um, and Ned and I used to watch B movies all the time. You know when they would come up on Netflix, like, yeah, like the just sort of like new in, and, yeah. and they're from ten years ago. And you're like, oh, a new movie, <laughs> you know? Whoa. But no, it's it's like, you know, uh, there was there was one movie about Pompeii. Wait, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a theme here. <gasps> Do you like did you volcano guys, Did movies? you guys watch Pompeii? Because that that is the like the other sort of B movie that comes up for me yeah. that I also really enjoyed. Did Ariel secretly want to be a volcanologist? Yeah. I mean, I did go to a college that was very into geology. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see a parallel between interior design and rocks. Stone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Volcano. Volcano. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going here. Mm-hmm. I see where you're going. Okay. Um, okay, so what are some other dad movies? Uh, so yeah, and a definition of a dad movie, yes, I would say it could be a brother movie, an uncle movie, it doesn't have to be your dad, <laughs> but it's typically a movie that nobody else wants to see other than an older male in your life. <laughs> it's a movie that has very limited appeal to anyone other than like a 45 year old man. No, <laughs> no. Okay. M- Maggie, do you know of any of these movies? I'm trying to think of things my dad always wanted to shove down mm. our throats. Action-y type movies? Yeah, they're usually like big sort of blockbuster movies that don't necessarily have the greatest plot of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of like stunts and like, uh, a lot like of action. 2012. <gasps> 2012. Or, or Twister. Yeah. Twister. I want to say Mission Impossible, but Mission Impossible, Mission the, Impossible. Re- the most recent one, it's a good movie. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that being a bad movie... Uh, <gasps> it, not a qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. Not a qualifier. Yeah. Not a qualifier. I think that even good movies could be dad movies. It's just when they're oh, yeah. about five years old, it's like a blockbuster from five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's a dad movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Mission Impossible, for sure. Dad movie. 100%. Oh, yeah. Je- Gemini Man starring Will Smith. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Born movies, I feel like, oh, could be dad Born movies. Born movies could be a dad movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I think, yeah, those might be a little good for a dad movie. At oh. least the first few. Too good? Maybe, maybe they're just too new. Maybe when they're maybe older, too new. they'll be dad Yeah, movies. maybe they're like, dad movies are like specifically like late 90s. Yes. Flicks. Where yeah, there's like I get that hilarious graphics. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this one, it was so good. It was so like I it was just exactly you what you passionate about. It was yeah. exactly what you wanted to be watching because there were so many. It was like it was just old enough to that, like that parts of it were a little kind of funny. Yeah, you know, like the hairstyle on the mom was a little funny <laughs> because it was just so like or like nineties it specific. It's very specific. She yeah. bangs. Okay, and like. Um, but like, you know, the, the big bangs, okay. um, bangs. yeah, so the swoopy bangs and, uh, um, I don't know. She, she was had, the mayor, but also worked slash owned a coffee shop. Yeah. Slash, so like, she's commissary. like, she's like slinging coffee at the general store, but she's also the mayor. The mayor. Oh she's my wearing gosh. like a power suit and like running out the door. She's got her two kids. Oh, she has kids too. She, okay. Yeah, yeah, kids. She's, she's got two kids and she's divorced. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and her, her her ex husband's um, mom mm-hmm. lives at the top of the volcano yeah. and like didn't okay so this is how this whole thing came about with Becky talking yeah. about how she wants her water as hot as volcano so water. There's a climactic moment that in my head was like eight minutes long. I was like, she goes across the whole lake. Well, okay, so so Pierce Brosnan drives <laughs> yes. up. So so. Uh, 
the the mom leaves the kids at at home while there's ash falling to the sky from the sky yeah um you know cool you you guys stay here uh but they uh are trying to get a hold of their grandma who lives at the top of the volcano and she doesn't want to leave she doesn't want to leave her town she's like i'm not leaving my mountain okay the mountain's not gonna kill me Mm -hmm. and everybody else is like Oh, the mountain is for sure going to kill you. For sure. It's an active <laughs> erupting, currently erupting volcano. The okay. water is acid. And so this like probably 10 year old boy hops in their old pickup truck, grabs his sister and they start driving up the active volcano to get grandma. And so they finally, they make it to grandma's, but uh, as they're, you know, going up there, Pierce Brosnan and the mom are like, where did my kids go? Mm-hmm. Oh, they went up the mountain to get grandma because they left a note, of course. Um, and so then they follow the kids up mm-hmm. the active volcano oh my God. in their in their like Jeep Wrangler. Um, and they all meet up at Granny's cabin. Yes. Uh, and Granny is finally realizing, oh, fuck, I'm ba- we're all about to die. And mm-hmm. uh, and so they try to dr- drive down the mountain, uh-huh. but cannot because there is lava like literal lava the floor is melting lava. the wheels of their jeep wrangler uh yeah. and so and so they all climb into a boat uh, a metal boat lake. to cross this water like a small mm-hmm. like probably like not very thick boat okay. yes yeah it's a dinghy a dinghy basically. yeah a little fishing boat. so they're crossing they're crossing and they realize oh no the, it's melting. The acid is the acid melting, is melting the, the, boat. the boat. The acid has, and, and like they're probably 10 feet from the dock. Yeah. Okay. And the acid melts the propeller. Yeah. On the, the on the, on the, um, yeah. on motor. the motor. So then they're taking their shirts and they're trying to row with these shirts. And finally grandma's like, I got to do it for my family. And she jumps out of the boat and again, when I was little, I thought it was like an eight minute scene. I thought they were halfway across the river. They were like two feet from the dock. This was a <laughs> 10 second scene. In retrospect, she did not need to get out of that boat. They could have absolutely made it the they extra feet. In. They could have kept floating and they would have made it. But she gets out and she's just like, ah, like her. She's all being burned because she's an acid she's water. She's literally being acid And so she gets everyone to safety. Down. Yeah, gets everyone to safety and she just lays. And then she, uh, the grandma's like, in her last moments, like, I'm so sorry for my son running out on you. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like this very climactic moment <laughs> where it's like very emotional. She's like, I'm sorry. My son was a dick. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, we never talked about that. Okay. Okay. Could have just left that out there. Yeah. And, and then, then she's like, leave she, me on my mountain. She's taken with her mountain. Yeah. The mountain yeah. takes wow. her. Mm-hmm. But Ariel was, I was just shocked. Because I knew Ariel liked scary movies and like fantasy movies, mm-hmm. but the deep love Ariel has for Dante's Peak now is wow. so funny. She was talking about it for days. <laughs> okay, and my question is: Yes, you like hot water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's circle back here. You like your water to be hot. volcano hot. hot? I like hot water. You do that. I that do. that surprises me because I feel like uh, that's all about me. like skin health. Yeah, and hot water is so bad for your skin. Mine's doing fine. <laughs> Peggy's like, mine are moisturized. <laughs> I, that's, that's fair. I get, I like room temp water and people always shame me. They're like, room temp, Wait, you. you like to bathe in room temp You shower water? in room temp water? Oh, you guys are talking about, I thought you meant drinking water. No, because no, we were in the hot tub. We were sitting in the hot tub. I see. Yeah, I yeah. Becky likes to, to boil in I like water. my water to be the lobster. same temperature like as a perfect day. So like when you enter the water, 72. it's the same. Yeah, 73 and sunny. Yeah. <laughs> or or are you talking about uh, the same temperature as your body? Because if you get into to 72 water, it's going to feel really cold because your body is 98. Yeah. So you are probably looking for like 98 80. temperature water. Probably. Because mm. then there is no difference between the water and your body. Yes. But usually yeah. the temperature in a hot tub is in the hundreds. Mm. So that's why it feels so hot. Late, mm. ni- late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just like two uh you know temperature clicks above mm-hmm. uh your body temperature feels really really hot mm-hmm. yeah yeah i learned on let's bring up john oliver again mm-hmm. we did it last week but he was doing an episode about um 
prisons not having air conditioning units. Uh-huh. And uh, a fact I learned was that if it's very, very hot outside, hotter than your body temperature, uh-huh. that you should not put a fan on because you shouldn't be circulating air that's hotter than your body temperature. Mm. Um, it's dangerous for you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So just sitting in the heat is better than circulating? Yeah, because they were talking about how to... Um, in this episode about the prisons, how they were cooling people down. And they were saying, oh, but we have all these fans. But it was like in Texas and it was like a hundred, over a hundred degrees. Wow. So people are getting like heat exhaustion and heat stroke. And like if you have heart problems, it like is a Can whole exacerbate bad them. thing. Yeah. yeah. But I learned that and many other things from that episode. Hmm. Huh. I wonder if it's like, um, you know, when, when you're at the beach and mm-hmm. it's cold, but it's still sunny. And you're like, hmm. and, and it's, uh, you know, you don't, you don't think about how sunny it is and like how your skin is getting too much sun when it's cold out because, you know, you're used to being at the beach when it's hot. And, mm. and so you're like slathering on sunscreen and, you know, you can sort of feel the sun burning oh, yeah. your skin, that sort of thing. But when it's cold, you don't really feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it could be a similar thing with uh, heat and fans where you yeah. don't like you've got this sort of fan that's that's moving the air over your body Mm -hmm. and so you feel cooler but Mm -hmm. uh but you're still actually you're just circulating hot air so you're still your body's still very hot Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. interesting that's very interesting uh but going back to dante's peak Mm -hmm. um go for it while we were watching it every single person in that room fell asleep except for me keith stayed with you keith Keith stayed stayed up okay good (laughs) i woke up for the grandma part because i remember i remember (laughs) turning around and looking around and everyone was like just sort of mildly snoring i was like excuse me come on this is the best movie ever It was really uh, good. It was a really good movie. Erica loved it. I loved it. Now I know what to get you for your birthday. It's uh, like a, a DVD. D- yeah. Um, uh, I would hope speak. that you would spring for a Blu-ray. Uh, but <laughs> a movie poster, some merch. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to need some merch. We'll put, yeah. I'll get it framed. A we'll photo of a volcano. <laughs> um, well, should we move on? I think, yeah. we, I think we have a segment today. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't know it from just the kibitzing, but... It wasn't um, just a Dante's Peak episode. Right, exactly. <laughs> we are doing a Dear Abby Dear segment. Abby. So Dear Abby was, I think, somebody from a... Uh, it was like a you would write into a, um, a newspaper mm-hmm. and she would write back. And I don't think it's... It, it's just advice, right? It's just life advice. This is from 1990. Dear Abby, what's the difference between a wife and a mistress? Bess. <laughs> and that's Abby, it? Abby says, Dear Bess, night and day. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's she just said night She's and right. day. She's right. Night and day. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I could see that is the I could see like opening up my local paper and seeing that and being like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That was good. I like that one. Um, but also didn't answer the question. Um, there, I mean, night and day. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Very apples and oranges. What's in a question, though? I feel like that question was kind of like a duh. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be like, if I was Abby, I would say, which one are you, Bess? <laughs> then you'll know. And then let me tell you'll you. know. Because <laughs> 1990, this is pre-Google it. I know. Google, yeah. Google it, Google it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is this one's a weird one. Uh, dear Abby, I know boys will be boys, but my uh, boy is 73 and he's still chasing women. Any suggestions? Annie. Dear Annie, don't worry. My dog has been chasing cars for years, but if he's ever caught one, he wouldn't know what to do with it. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. <laughs> she's Her boy is seven. So she's saying her husband is 73? Yeah. Or maybe her son and she's like in her 90s. I don't know. Nursing homes have like a really high STD rate. I mm-hmm. think they know what to do with it. Apparently the best thing <laughs> they know what to do with it. And I think they're not, they're not doing what they, mm-hmm. they're not being safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. That's, that's a bigger question of like, you know, elderly people at that point, they're not worried about kids because mm-hmm. most women that are in a home uh, are postmenopausal. Have, are postmenopausal. <laughs> exactly. And so they're not worried about having children. So, you know, they, the only thing that they would be worried about is STDs. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, maybe they don't 
they don't know anything about STDs because they didn't learn about it in uh, like in school and it was never a thing. Maybe they were like, you know, I, I feel like in the 50s you had like your abstinence only. Yeah. 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 Didn't a lot of soldiers come back with like gonorrhea or chlamydia? Oh, yeah. I feel like that was a thing I learned in school. Really? Don't quote me, but I think. Yeah, what, I think I learned what it. What class would you class. learn that in? Like uh, history? history? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like U.S. history? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's like a paragraph in a like textbook somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, it's, it's like, the one sentence okay. that everybody remembers. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that from my. It's like all of these interesting things about World War II, and then oh, guess what? Everybody came back with gonorrhea. Yeah, it was one, <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really interesting. I think textbooks are funny. Like, who wrote those textbooks? Old white men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. And they'd come out with newer editions with like maybe two extra pages uh-huh. or tables, and then it'd be $50 more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll read one. Dear Abby, also, um, how old is Abby? Is she like a one person, multiple people? Probably I think multiple, multiple people. people. I think she like cycles. Mm. Interesting. All right. Dear Abby, mm-hmm. for a long time, I have been in love with a man who is 15 years younger than I am. <gasps> we had a relationship for about a year, which ended six years ago. This is problematic. Since then, we have remained friends and occasionally hooked up a few times. The short relationship we had was close to perfect. He broke it off with me because he said he couldn't give me the relationship I really wanted and I would end up resenting him or even hating him for it. Mm. Although I didn't understand that when he said it, I understand now that he was right. The problem is I cannot seem to get over him. I've had two unsuccessful relationships since. They, were, they weren't the same as it was with him and I don't know what to do. A few months ago, I caught off everything with him and we haven't talked in many months. It's not working. I'm still in love with him and I can't get him out of my head. I mentioned the age difference because I had a hard time with it, but he didn't. What else can I do? I'm afraid to start anything with someone new. Like the plot of Younger. (laughs) What's Younger? Was that the Hilary Duff and Sutton Foster show that was like on Lifetime, I think? Mm -hmm. It's good. Uh It's It's cute. It's a dad movie-esque. It's not no, no, no. It's uh, she's Sutton Foster pretends that she's like in her twenties to get a job because of ageism. Yeah, and I think it was like oh. social me. It was like a social media gig, and they wanted just very young. Yeah, um, is that a publishing company? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. she was actually thirty. I, I think she was probably forty in the show. Oh, yeah. okay. Because she has like a teenage daughter, and oh. yeah, she does date a younger man. Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. Okay, so what, uh, what, what, what advice would you guys give? Six years since they broke up. It's a long time. Yeah. He's 15 years younger than her. We're going to assume that they're of a good age. So let's say he was 25. Mm-hmm. She's 40. She's 40. Add another six years. She's 46 and he's 30. 30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Text him. Say what's up. <laughs> Say what's really? up. Really? It doesn't seem like he wants to be with you, but like, I guess text him and be like, change your mind. And if he says no, you gotta just move on. I feel like at this point it's to like, go. Six years is more than half a decade. Yeah. I feel That's like crazy. You, like, you just gotta move on. But then she said she only stopped talking to him like a couple months ago. She cut off all connections. So I'm like, what were you? Were you texting? Were you Facebooking? Right. They're mm-hmm. of the age, at least she's of the age that she would be a Facebook person. Yeah. She also didn't really mention, like, is he in other relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, she said mm-hmm. that she had had two unsuccessful relationships, but mm-hmm. there could, there's a good chance that, like, you know, if he's in his early 30s, that he's like in a very successful relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that wouldn't be a good situation. Mm-mm. No. Interesting. I, yeah, I feel like six years is a long time to be pining after someone, mm-hmm. uh, especially someone who, he was the one who broke it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, maybe, I know it's like tough love, but you know, maybe, maybe try to move on. Yeah. And like, uh, think about the things in that relationship that you really liked and responded to. And then, you know, make those the most important things in your next relationship, you yeah. know, look for somebody that has those things instead of looking for somebody just general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Maybe mm. like close the door on it. You know, you can't have one little foot mm-hmm. out of the door and then start something new. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the other That's thing is fair. like, if you, you know, if you keep thinking about a possibility with this person, then you're never going to be able to commit to somebody new. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Get a cat. Get a, get an animal. Put put your love into something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel Maybe a hobby. A hobby? That's hobby? a, that's a good a one. hobby? I feel like in, in rom-coms, uh, people always go on girls trips and like hook up with, uh, you know, they, they, they have, mm-hmm. what, what do they call them? Um, uh, rebound guys. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't used that term in rebound? a decade. <laughs> a rebound guy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like, download Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. People like it. Go on a couple of flings. Yeah. Sleep Hinge. around a little bit. Raya. Get a haircut. Get a haircut. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. Dye your hair. Dye your hair. Uh-huh. Replace all your makeup. Oh, it's so refreshing. <laughs> get new underwear. <laughs> oh, get new underwear. Get new yeah. Underwear. Mm-hmm. Actually. I remember when I was getting out of a pretty nasty breakup. I, I hated when people were like, time. Just give yourself time. And you're and like, like, that's truly. I fucking hate time. <laughs> like, once you get past where you are, nothing feels better than to be like, fuck, I did it. Yeah. Okay. I feel nothing now. Sometimes all you want is just like an actionable thing, mm-hmm. you know, like buy new underwear mm-hmm. or get a haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like sometimes a drastic change like that, not like buying new underwear is a drastic <laughs> yeah. change. Hey, so drastic. sometimes it is. You wear underwear every single yeah. day. Yeah. Um, it could be a drastic change. You know, if you change from like wearing full bottom underwear, I don't like I used to call them granny panties, but I feel like that's a that, like I love full butt underwear Mm -hmm. and they are not granny panties. They can be sexy as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so maybe you, 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 you change from your, your like, you know, full undies to like, maybe you're wearing a thong. Maybe you're wearing boy shorts, you know, like switch it up. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you're getting into those cheekies. Yeah. (laughs) I did like cheekies for a while. They're like half thong, half, uh, full underwear, Mm -hmm. but, and they showed just the right amount of butt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little bit too much thong for me though because it's mm. like why am i wearing these if when i could, I could be wearing... just be wearing a thong because mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you still get a panty line it's just higher mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. you do cheekies you don't know what cheekies are yeah i was that you were like it could be higher i'm like uh, okay yeah <laughs> higher like where higher like higher like no 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 higher higher on your butt oh so so so, so say you're wearing un- like undies with um with spandex or something mm-hmm. you know uh if you have the full butt underwear you've got uh-huh. the, the the panty line basically under your butt yes. and then if you have the cheekies on you've got them on your butt higher on your eye right? i see i see, mm-hmm. I see. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that you still get uh like i've i've seen thong lines mm-hmm. i just i feel like people aren't looking quite that high for your, your uh, underwear line no. also who's looking for an underwear i'm like line? who's looking All right, like creep Creep. You're like, Creepo. oh, you're surprised I'm wearing underwear? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this strange for you? It's like when people are like, oh, I can see your nipples. I'm like, oh, you have nipples too. We're all born with nipples. <laughs> you, should, you should probably cover, you should probably cover them. If I have to oh, see boys oh, really? poke your little nipples all day, you can <laughs> deal really, you with want me to couple. cover these very natural things? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. Yeah, the other day. <laughs> and now this isn't a funny story. <laughs> but you're giggling. It's just, it's just me going to a restaurant. So, so I, I have been pumping in the car recently mm-hmm. because it's like a very easy place to pump. Yeah. Um, I've told you about this, and I always, and I always remember Maggie being like, "Oh yeah, I see people pumping in the car all the time." They're yeah. like, you know, you see them in bumper in, to bumper in traffic, yeah. and they're just like, "Sub girl." Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been pumping in the car, and so I'll wear a pumping bra, mm-hmm. um, just like for normal because they're there are pumping bras out there that are just like normal bras. Mm-hmm. Um, and a pumping bra removes itself from yeah. its sides. So you don't have to take off your whole bra. To right. Exactly. Yeah, you, or, you, pump. You, or just a or part of it comes off. I have, I have this like, um, racer back one that just has like two layers and you just like, you sort of nestle the thing in between the two layers and there's no straps or anything. You just, it's just like a, oh. sort of a crossy thing. Uh-huh. It's genius. Very well, genius. Cool. Have you um, ever seen those ones that like, yeah, from the front awesome. they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The bra, bra technology is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was wearing a pumping bra mm-hmm. under a silk dress because mm-hmm. we were going out to dinner um, mm-hmm. and I was going to pump in the car and then I was going to change my bra into mm-hmm. like a strapless so that you couldn't see it under the silk dress. Mm-hmm. But I forgot the strapless bra. No. So I had this like, you know, big black 
pumping bra under this like strappy silk dress. And my options were wear the pumping bra or wear no bra. Free oh. the titties. And I, I was, I went back and forth because, you know, like, I think the only thing that, so I ended up wearing the pumping bra because okay. the only thing that kept me from not from, from going no bra whatsoever was if I You're leaked, pumping. Yeah. If you're I on leaked, a silk dress. It, would, I, it was a silk dress. Yeah. yeah. That would have been, mm, yeah. so I'm going to say yeah. mortifying. Yeah. But I'm also questioning myself, like, why is that mortifying? That's a very natural thing for like to be happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but also people are get confused when you're like lactating, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not there. There's a, a very small subset of people that understand what is happening mm. when there is liquid coming from your boobs, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Anywho. Um, well, should we hear what Abby says? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Abby, what do you think? About Dear hopeless, <laughs> what you're describing is painful, but it's happening to you because you haven't accepted the reason the two of you broke up. He said he couldn't give you the relationship you really wanted, whatever that was. You are not in love with this man. You are in love with the fantasy of the person you wanted him to be. Once that fact is firmly in place in your head, you'll be able to move forward. Although it may take help from a licensed psychotherapist to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes, please do it so you can start living your life. Wow. Abby, this is a whole new Abby that we're seeing. That's, Abby, that's some good excellent advice. Excellent advice. Yeah. It is excellent advice. Well-rounded, well thought out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And short and like, really it's succinct. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I feel like that's that's basically what we said, right? <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We just said it not as concisely. Yeah. That's because we're not writing it, you know. Yeah. And it's also because we're not licensed psychotherapists. I don't think Abby is either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. D wifing 1991. <gasps> Dear Abby, my husband went on a 10-day business trip recently and he wrote me three letters. He addressed the first one to Mary Smith, the second to Mrs. Mary Smith, and the third to Ms. Mary Smith. I have a friend who studies psychology, and she told me that my husband's addressing me as he did, carefully avoiding using Mrs. John Smith is his way of de-wifing me. I should add that when my husband returned from his trip, he was as affectionate and loving as ever, and he certainly didn't de-wife me then. What do you think of my friend's theory? Perplexed. I think you're reading too far into it. What, what's her name? Uh, perplexed. Perplexed. Miss Perplexed. Miss <laughs> Perplexed. Sorry, Mrs. Perplexed. Ms. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, unless it was typed out, um, he, he, he may have just like, like misspelled or yeah. something. <laughs> this is her friend who put the idea into her yeah. head. I feel like you know your own personal partner more than anyone yeah. else would. So don't let other people doubt whatever is going on and question also, your own reality also the fact that you would read so much into it yeah that's yeah. unreal and also the fact that your husband would address you as mrs mary smith <gasps> okay, so i was just thinking about that i assume it's a letter that he sent in the mail and not an email <gasps> right because you have to well you don't have to put a title that's why i'm surprised that he put a title right he could just say like the first mary one smith. just mary smith mm-hmm. yeah that's really weird I would say maybe same advice as last time. Try a hobby. Take your mind off of this. <laughs> this is not. Like you clearly this is not worth your mental this is energy. Not worth whatever stress it's causing you. Huh, that is fascinating. Yeah. I, that's funny. This is 1991. I'm just imagining like our significant others writing us a letter. You know, I feel like, oh, okay. Well, Ned recently took a trip without me. Did, like, would he write me a letter? God, no. But he faced me every day. Would. But he definitely would. But the new version only, of it. Yeah. So yeah. if it was in 1991, he absolutely would. You think he would, he, he think he would write me a letter? Yeah. Yes. Or postcard. Yeah. Send a postcard in a the A telegram. Mail. He'd sent you, he would send you the most intense postcard that would like fold open and like. No. Yes. No. Yes. He'd probably send me a, like a hilarious one with like, <laughs> a, like his hand stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I feel like Keith would be a postcard writer. He did. Yeah, we have. Yeah, you've seen our postcards from when we were dated long <gasps> distance. I have. I remember. Yeah, you helped me in our because I was like Ariel, I don't know where to put these because I liked them. And in our DIY video, mm-hmm. Ariel was like, "You should put them in this frame, and then you could switch out which postcard you want to be they at the really top." Cute. They were very. Cute. Yeah, they were cute postcards. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see what she says. It's a heavy say. So the question is, what do you think of my friend's theory? And Abby says, not much. And if I were you, I would defriend her. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. These are so funny. Abby oh. doesn't mess around. She's no. like, no. I feel like I want to be friends with Abby. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's a solid, like, I feel like she'd be funny. <laughs> she would have all the great advice. Mm-hmm. What would you, um, what would be your, your question? What would you need advice for? Oh, gosh. I don't, I can't come up with one just off the top of my head. I really, I cannot think of anything because I would want something really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm sure that a lot of people send in their questions and only the good ones get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Oh, dear Abby, I met a very attractive, eligible widower last winter oh. and we've been keeping steady company ever since. <laughs> my only complaint is the way he keeps talking all the time about Mildred, his deceased wife. I never talk about my deceased husband. Outside of that, he is a decent man and we get along just fine. He has asked to marry me, but this is the way he proposed to me. How would you like to take Mildred's place? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, man. Mildred is irreplaceable. Wow. Okay. Well, this is coming full circle because we were just talking about STDs in uh, nursing homes. So, ladies, would you take Mildred's place? I think I'd have to have a chat with him on how maybe, I mean, it's fine. That was a big part of his life in the past. Right. And you have to acknowledge that. Uh But maybe not phrasing things in the way that he is doing currently. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Saying like, if we are going to move forward with our relationship, you are going to have to address me with my name. (laughs) Yeah. And because she's not replacing anyone. No. It's a whole new. It's a new chapter. New chapter. New person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I think she. And it's okay to to honor past people but absolutely yeah Yeah. i I would ask for clarity Mm -hmm. (laughs) on what he means by replace (laughs) (laughs) let's see here uh dear undecided if he has a sense of humor tell him that since mildred is in the cemetery you don't want to take her place (laughs) but if he wants a new life and a new wife you'll consider it providing he quits talking about mildred also the fact that mildred is precious (laughs) whoa (laughs) whoa I think that's a lot to ask someone to stop talking about yeah. their deceased spouse, especially Absolutely. since it seems like these are old, older. Yeah. Folks. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's kind of a lot uh-huh. to ask. I know. You guys know how uh, like elderly love just hits me mm. where I live. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm tearing up a little bit about this, with some of these questions. I'm like trying to keep it together, but there <laughs> like is just, Mildred. There, yeah, there's just something about like somebody, you know, just loving someone for so long and just thinking about them. And I know it, it must be so hard for him to move on from, you know, his first wife, but like trying to move on. Oh God. It's just like an old man, like a sweet old man. Yeah. I'm imagining a not silver Fox, you know, <laughs> like somebody it's who, not Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. No, we're not, we're not talking about Pierce Brosnan right now. We're talking like up. We're talking like, oh, oh. <laughs> I cannot end the episode. I have to have somebody else end the episode because I'm like on the brink of tears thinking about the old man and up. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much, guys, for listening to this week's episode. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit that um, automatic download button on all streaming, whatever streaming service you're using. Mm-hmm. So, and we will chat with you next week. Thanks so much for sitting with us. Bye. Bye. Bye.